Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, guys. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I am back after a two-week hiatus. Um, Of course, we had Thanksgiving, and I took the day off because uh, it was my actual day off. I usually do my podcast on the weekends, and that weekend uh, we were, what were we doing? Cleaning after Thanksgiving? Because we hosted Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't remember, but I'll tell you what we weren't doing. We were not putting our Christmas decorations up because we just did that this weekend. We just are really behind on Christmas decorations this year. My husband's not in the spirit at all. I am. My son keeps running around the house saying, I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for Christmas. So cute. Uh, and then this, then the last week I was in uh, Eugene, Oregon, visiting my friend who's going through a separation, possibly divorce. And I was kind of up there to help her get settled with her new house and it was freezing, and guess what happened on my way back from my trip? My flight was delayed till the next day. Oh, yes. I had to spend the night in Phoenix. I've only been there once, and I don't remember it very well, and it's pretty unmemorable the second time as well, but it was nice. They put me up in a nice hotel and uh, gave me a dinner allowance. Um, I had to miss a little bit of work, but it was okay, and, you know, it is what it is. Like, what the hell are you going to do? You're stranded. You know, you... <laughs> there's no other way they could get me home. And the crazy thing is, it's only like an hour and 30 minutes away by by flight from Phoenix to, to Bakersfield. But um, they didn't have anything. And, you know, I, I thought it was like a myth that all these flights are getting canceled, you know, during COVID. But that's what happens, man. And then I talked to another girl who was on the next plane going home. And she said it's happened to her three times coming from the same area, from Eugene to Phoenix and back to Bakersfield. I'm like, wow. Well, I will never be flying this one again. Uh, so anyways, I had, a, I had a blast, did a lot of Christmas shopping, had some good food, saw some friends I haven't seen in a really long time, saw some relatives. Oh, it was great. So I'm back now, and um, we are still sick in my freaking house, but I'm not sick, as you can, you can hear me. I'm not sick at all. But my husband, my son, both of them got sick. While I was gone, they went fishing in 40 degree weather. Not good. Today is 63 degrees, you guys. It went from the high of 48 to 63. It is beautiful outside. It's like picnic weather out there, man. So uh, we, we were enjoying it out there. I was in, my son was playing with his little car out there, his little, uh, you know, right on car. Um, anyways, we, uh, we are back. Well, I am back. <laughs> I want to talk about a couple things. Um, I might talk about, let's see, should I wait till after or go now? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it after. Um, I want to talk about a couple things I've been watching, but let's go ahead and start. Um, I'm going to be reviewing the office Christmas party. Now there is a movie <laughs> to not to, not to be confused with the movie office Christmas party. It's literally called office Christmas party. But this is uh, from December 6, 2005. It's from season two, episode 10. 
I have a very, very warm place in my heart for this episode because uh, <laughs> I'll get into it. But um, let's go ahead and look at the music from December 2005. Now, I can only find the week of December 17th. Some good songs on here, guys. So the number one song, Run It, Chris Brown. You know, I don't know that song, but I like some of Chris Brown's stuff. Number two, Laffy Taffy, D4L. Number three, Gold Digger, Kanye West. Good song. Number four, Photograph, Nickelback. <laughs> Remember Nickelback? Number five, Soul Survivor, Survivor Young Jeezy featuring Akon, Akon. My Humps, The Black Eyed Peas. Don't Forget About Us, Mariah Carey. When I'm Gone, Eminem. Stick With You, The Pussycat Dolls. We Be Burning, Sean Paul. Now, I'm just looking to see if the song I thought was on here. So the song I thought was going to be on here is not on here. And I thought for sure the one of the number one songs from December is um, Feel Good Incorporated by the Gorillas, And I'm very shocked to see it's not on here. And the whole reason I say that is because this episode deals with the, um, the video I pal- Oh, see it. It's number 35. So you know what? I guess it was, uh, it was popular before, way before this. But the reason I say that is because they basically promoted the video iPod with that song and that video. Do you guys remember that video, the commercial? I'm going to have to like, I'm going to have to like post it. I'm going to have to post it on my Facebook page. But basically, um, that's, uh, this was, and this is how I always will see this episode. This was like an advertisement to buy the video iPod. And it worked. (laughs) I bought it. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, get started. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. We have movies to go over too. I'm sorry. Domestic box office movies for December 2005. The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I remember I saw that with my grandma and my brother. Number two, King Kong. I have not seen that. I have not seen that one, and I've heard it's really good. Now, if you go to um, Universal Studios, there's a really cool virtual like ride they have there on the tour. Number three, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I don't think I've seen that one. I think that's where I left off. Number four, Fun with Dick and Jane. Love that movie. If you guys haven't seen this movie... I, for, first of all, I love Jim Carrey. He is one of my favorite comedians, okay? And this movie is really, really good. Really funny. Uh, number five, Cheaper by the Dozen 2. I did see the first one, did not see the second one. Number six, The Family Stone. I want to say that's a movie with uh, Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas, and his son. Uh, Con- the hell is the son's name? Connor? I'm thinking of Dylan. The only reason I'm, I, I, am, I care is because they were from my hometown of Santa Barbara. My mother, uh, well, no, I don't think she had anything to do with it. My mom, is, my mom was a paralegal and there was a case, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go into it a little bit. I mean, you could just, you could Google it. His son was kind of like a, I don't know, a druggy, drunky, whatever. And he's crashed into the dolphin statue over there by the beach. And the city of Santa Barbara sued him. And uh, Michael Douglas lived in Santa Barbara. That's what I remember. And his son is named... He, his son went to a school that one of my friends went to. I can't remember his name right now. Gosh. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. Sorry. What if I'm a little tangent there? Uh, number seven, Siriana. Number eight, Walk the Line. Yeah, that was a good one. Number nine, Memoirs of a Geisha. 
And number 10, Eon Flux. Okay. So not a ton of good movies. A couple. Walk the Line was good. That was a good one. Um, I think, you see, it came out in November, though. See, some of these movies came out in November. They were still popular. Okay, let's go ahead and get started with the episode. Um, I'll just have a little bit of time till my son wakes up from his nap. So let's get started. Oh, and I want to mention, this is not on Netflix. This is not on Hulu, unless you have, like, the expensive Hulu package. This is on PeacockTV.com. And there are only two seasons to watch for free. The rest you have to pay for. And this is a bummer. Because I don't have every season of The Office. I only have the first six seasons on DVD. So if I ever want to do an episode past that, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> but trust me, I won't. Because the season season six is where it kind of just went downhill for me, to be honest. So Pam is... Okay, so the, the opening scene, Pam is doing their office Christmas cards. And... Uh, Michael and Dwight walk in with a Christmas tree, huge Christmas tree that doesn't fit through the ceiling. It goes right through the ceiling <laughs> and we get the opening credits. This episode's hilarious, by the way. My husband was going to do this one with me. Well, I asked him to. He's like, That's, I don't, that episode sucks. I'm like, no, it doesn't. I have a fond memory of this episode. He likes the newer stuff. And I'm like, I don't like that new stuff at all. Like where they, they change bosses. I mean, spoiler alert, Steve Carell leaves the office. He goes to Colorado, I think. He gets a job. Well, he actually transfers with his girlfriend who turns into his wife. And then the father, I think he has twins at the end of the show. I Don't quiz me on the end of the show because I honestly don't remember. I've only watched it once and I never went back and watched it. But my husband likes the newer stuff for some reason. Okay, sorry. I'm going off on tangents today. I've had a lot of coffee. Did it work? Well, sort of. Why did you get it so big? A, that's what she said. And B, I wanted it to be impressive. Biggest day of the year deserves the biggest tree of the year. But what are we going to do with this hacked off part? Well, that is a perfectly good mini tree, Kevin. And we are going to sell that to charity. That's what Christmas is all about. Okay, I clipped that because of two reasons. <laughs> Just like Michael says, A... Uh, he says, that's what she said. That is a popular catchphrase that Michael Scott definitely, I would say he definitely patented it. It was not a popular phrase until the show. Um, I mean, he basically says it every time and sometimes it doesn't even make sense when he says it, which is really funny. But I also want to say he's one of my, he's my favorite character on the show. I love him because he has the biggest heart. But he says the stupidest things and he doesn't even know what he's saying. Like, we're going to sell it to charity? <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. Oh yes, this is, that's a perfect mini tree, Kevin. And we're going we're gonna to sell it to charity for those, those needy, those people who are less fortunate than us. Hilarious, dude. He says stuff like that all the time. Like, he can be so... He's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what the right word for him is. As the show goes on, he really gets a backbone and he really like changes as a character. But this is a second season uh, where he's really, he's really just the goofy boss, you know. But like I said, he has his moments where he's really, he really kicks some ass. So then the camera goes to Jim and Jim says, well, for the first time, this, for the first time ever, I got Pam for Secret Santa. 
and uh i got her this little teapot it's like this really cute little teal turquoise teapot it's like but i'm gonna stuff it with some stuff some inside you know some stuff that she gets like some inside jokes and he's talking about like a a a hot sauce packet he's like she accidentally put this on her hot dog instead of ketchup and uh just a lot of different cute little things like these inside jokes and you can just tell he's just so giddy and he's so excited to give her stuff you know and then he 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 puts he taught he says that he has a card for her too he says because this is when Christmas is a time to let to let somebody know how you really feel and he just looks like okay I am so curious to see what was on that card <laughs> um because spoiler alert he doesn't give it to her but um I'm really curious to see now okay now for those of you who have been living in a cave since 2005 Pam and Pam is engaged to Roy Roy works in the what's it called warehouse Roy works in the warehouse downstairs and uh Pam and Jim kind of flirt with each other they have been they never say how long they've known each other like I know Jim's been there a while but I don't know how long Pam's been there Pam's a receptionist Jim's a salesperson and they have this cute little flirting um that turns into more eventually but this is where they're just flirting back and forth and obviously they have feelings for each other but nobody ever did anything about it so Jim is very excited to give Pam his gift. Then <laughs> then we have the parting planning committee with Angela and um, Pam and what's her name? Phyllis. Sorry, guys. It's been a while since I've seen this. So they're in the middle of their party planning meeting and Angela's being a total bitch as usual. She is the bitch of the show. And um, I would say that Phyllis is kind of the dimwit of the show, the dimwit of the group. I don't know. Uh, everybody in the office has their own little quirks, let's just say, <laughs> everybody. So, uh, Michael interrupts a party wearing a little Santa hat and a beard, and he's all jolly, and he's talking about, okay, add this, and add this, and, you know, add more ice cream, add more plates, add more decorations, and he's like, he's just saying, yeah, add, add keep adding, keep adding. And, uh, they want to add out, they want, he wants alcohol, but they can't have alcohol at a party, makes sense, can't have alcohol at a Christmas party, unless you go to a I mean, I don't think you can serve alcohol at the office. I think you have to go to a, um, you have to go to a restaurant or something like that. I could be wrong though. Um, and then Michael talks about <laughs> this little throwback to the Halloween episode where he had to, there's this episode where he had to fire somebody and he had, he didn't know who it was going to be. He had to choose somebody to fire and he basically called them all into his office one by one to kind of see like, you know, where they stood and. Oh, so funny. Such a funny one. Anyways, he ended up firing a guy named Devin. And so he says, well, this is a tough year. I had to let somebody go. And he says he got $3,000 as a Christmas bonus. He's, he's like, I saved the company money and they paid me. So nobody knows about this Christmas bonus. Okay. Nobody knows about it. I mean, he has a boss. I mean, he gets a Christmas bonus. I guess nobody else does. You know, that's that does happen sometimes. But He's all happy. He wants to spend his money. Oh, and then he talks about, uh, he talks about having, uh, I'll have my digital camera ready to take pictures. And that just brought me back to the thousands. Oh my gosh. I went to Jamaica on a trip in 2004 and my digital camera, I bought a digital camera just for that trip. Um, this was around the time when digital cameras were maybe like, I don't know, out for a couple years. I don't remember exactly when they came out. But they were the cool. Do you guys remember them? They were the coolest thing until we had phones that took pictures. They were the coolest thing, man. 
I loved how you could like look at the pictures after you took them. With a regular camera, and I'm an old fart, you know, the regular cameras with the film, you can't look at it till the pictures are developed. So digital cameras were very, very cool. So now it's time to exchange gifts for Secret Santa. And before they do that, uh, some of the workers talk about who they got for Secret Santa and what they got them. And the reason this is important is because, well, you'll see. I got Angela. She's into these posters of babies dressed as adults. I got one of those. Uh, felt kind of weird buying that. I got Creed. And to tell you the truth, I don't know anything about Creed. I know his name's Creed. I know he works right over there. I think he's Irish, and I I got him this uh, shamrock keychain. I got myself for Secret Santa. I was supposed to tell somebody, but I didn't. You get something good this year? Uh, I think I did a pretty good job. Yeah? Who'd you have? Well, I can't tell you, because it's a secret. I think I got something pretty nice for my guy. Yeah? I spent a lot of dough. A lot of dough. Wow. Well, there's a $20 limit, right? So Yeah. I wanted this party to be really special, so I sort of went above and beyond. That's great. Well, don't tell me what it is, because I can... It was Ryan. Yeah, I have Ryan. Gather round. Okay, so first we have Toby, who's the HR person, and... <laughs> He's talking about, do you guys remember like those Anne Geddes paintings or pictures, I'm sorry, with the babies like in the sunflower hats and they were just, you know, just they were half naked babies in their diapers and just the whole bunch of cute little like, you know, poses. Yeah. So that's kind of like what this is. Uh, you know, she likes these posters with babies and the poster is two babies. <laughs> in their diaper two little boy babies it looks like with little hats on and little like horns they're, they're blowing on little horns and it shows toby holding the poster and he just looks so funny he just looks so like what the hell uh the next person is uh oscar and oscar uh is talking about how he got creed and he doesn't know anything about creed and uh he just has a stupid little keychain you could probably get it at the dollar tree and Kevin is, okay, Kevin is the, the idiot of the group, that's for sure, and the boys. But yeah, Kevin is, um, you know, how how do you get yourself, is that even possible? I was thinking that, I mean, when you do a gift exchange, I guess it's possible, but yeah, I guess so, because you don't really tell anybody who you got, you just say, yeah, I got my person, you know, I haven't done a gift exchange in a while. They are fun, though. They're very fun. Uh, and then, you know, Michael has to tell, oh, I had Ryan. And it's funny about that because he has like this like man crush on Ryan. He And now Ryan's the new guy. They call him the temp. He's the temp. And he came in the episode, I think it was called The Fire or I can't remember what the episode was called. Um, but Michael like admires him. Like he wants, he just, you know, I don't know. It's really funny. There's like this, this like kind of sick obsession with Ryan, with my, Ryan and Michael, well, Michael versus Ryan. So, uh, you know, he tells Jim, Jim, when my, yeah, Michael says, I got Ryan and Jim looks at the camera. That's what he does on the show. He looks right at the camera and mug, he, uh, they call it like what? They mugs the camera, I guess they call it. So um, now it's time to exchange the gifts. Let's see what happens. Okay, sorry, there's one more scene before that, but they're lighting the Christmas tree. This is supposed to be like their last day of, of uh, the day, I don't know, I don't know what day this is, but 
it's apparently right before Christmas, like the day before, two days before. I don't remember when Christmas fell on a two, on 2005. I'm not going to look that up. There's no point. But yeah, uh, my question is, why are they decorating now? When I used to work at offices, we'd decorate like December 1st, like right after Thanksgiving, including a Christmas tree. We would decorate like early. So it's kind of weird that they decorate. It's weird. It's just weird. And Christmas exchange was always like the last day of work before Christmas vacation. So I don't know. That kind of baffles me a little bit, but I'll move on. So Oscar has a first gift and it's from Kelly and it's a shower radio, which by the way, I have a shower speaker and I love that freaking thing. It's so cool because it's Bluetooth. You just suction it to your wall it actually has some pretty good sound. And what does it matter when you got the shower running? Do you really have to have really good sound? Like, you know? <laughs> so I will definitely vouch for shower radios, shower speakers, whatever. Anything devolving in going in the shower with music is awesome. Okay. So he's trying to talk to Kelly. Oh, I really, I was meaning to get one of these. And then Michael's, ah, we don't have time for this. Not Michael, Dwight. Dwight says, we don't have time for this. And then the next person is Jim. <laughs> And Dwight just throws Jim a grocery bag with something in it. And it's just a like a flannel shirt. And Creed is the one who who had Jim. <laughs> and Jim's like, oh, wow. I, I love it. When did you get it? And basically, there's no tag on it. It is obviously a used shirt, which is so sad. <laughs> but there's no, you know, and he's like, oh, when did you get it? He goes, oh, so long ago. I don't remember. And then Jim says, well, he obviously forgot to get me something. So he dug into this closet and got me this little number. And he's wearing the shirt and it's completely too, uh, too short on him. Hilarious. Uh, and then uh, Pam's next and Jim is all excited for her to open the gift. She opens a gift and she's very happy that she got her little teapot, but she hadn't looked in there yet. And Jim's like, oh, look in there. And then uh, they move on from Pam. It's just like really quick. And when you do a gift exchange, like you're supposed to be taking your time a little bit. I mean, that person went to the trouble, especially like when, okay. Now, when I used to do gift exchanges at my jobs, you would fill out like a little form. Did, was that same with you guys? Like you'd fill out a form like, okay, this person loves this movie, loves this color, loves this candy, loves this uh, whatever, uh, you know, color, candy, food restaurant, store, you know, in case you want to do a gift card, which a lot of people just do gift cards. But, um, you know, you could tell the gym took some time and, uh, you know, got, got Pam something that she was really going to like. I, I guess she, I don't know how he knew about the teapot, but maybe she said, oh, I like this teapot. So, um, it just gets bad from here. Brian, dump. No. Whoa, video iPod. Oh, wow, jeez. Somebody really got carried away with the spirit of Christmas. That was me. I got carried away with the spirit. Wasn't there a $20 limit on the gift? This is 400 bucks. You don't know that. Yeah, you left the price tag on. I did? Yeah. What? Oh, shoot. Wow. Okay, well, who cares? Doesn't matter what I spent. What matters is that uh, Christmas is fun, right? Michael. Oh, hey, for me, what is in here? Oh, come on. I, 
I knitted it for you. An oven mitt? So Phyllis is basically saying, hey, Michael, I know you did a lot to help the office this year, but I only care about you a homemade oven mitt's worth. I gave Ryan an iPod. Ugh, he's such a baby, isn't he? Well, at the start of that clip, Michael's freaking out because Dw <laughs> Dwight throws the, the iPod, the wrapped iPod, at Ryan, and he's like, no! If you, get, you, could, you might be able to hear him on the clip. And... <laughs> And, you know, Ryan, the look on Ryan's face is hilarious. He's like, I mean, of course that's what Ryan probably won, wanted, right? But, yeah, it's it's not, it's not good. I mean, look at the other gifts compared to a video iPod, right? And I, uh, I remember being like, oh, my God, I need to get that in my life. And I was working, I was still living at home, I was working... And, uh, I just decided to go for it. It was 400 bucks, you guys. It was 400 bucks. I think I did payments on it, but man, it was the coolest thing ever. It was probably my most favorite electronic gadget I've ever owned. It was cool. I mean, I, until the iPhone came out. I mean, the iPhone is, is, I mean, it's, it's flawless, you know, but before the iPhone, we had this thing. And I, I think the iPhone came out in, what, 2008 or something? I don't remember. I didn't get one until much later. But uh, this video iPod was cool. I think I had a 64 megabyte or gigabyte or I don't remember. Before that, let's talk about this really quick. I had a Dell. It was called a Dell Digital DJ. It was like a video iPod, but it had no video. It was just an audio thing. And it was, I can't even remember what it looked like. I'm going to have to Google a picture of that. Uh, that was cool too. But the cool thing about the video iPod was that it was color. And I thought that was really awesome. And it had the album art. And it would have, um, and then you could download, you could download TV shows, movies, whatever you wanted, you know. And it was just pretty freaking cool. So by the time Christmas rolled around 2005, I had my video iPod. I just want to point that little story out there because this made me buy it. 100% made me buy it. Okay, so Michael is flipping out because he gets an oven mitt, which, by the way, is a beautiful gift. I mean, it could have been like a Christmas oven mitt. You know, maybe it was. It was like a reddish, pinkish one. And Michael throws a fit like a baby and hurts Phyllis's feelings, and it's awful. And... Then, you know, it goes to commercial. Everybody's upset. And it goes to commercial. And then we come back. I got it. We are going to turn Secret Santa into Yankee Swap. What is Yankee Swap? One person chooses a gift. The next person can either choose a gift or steal that person's gift. If your gift gets stolen, then you can steal someone else's gift or choose a new gift. I thought that was called Nasty Christmas. Yeah, we call it White Elephant. Well, I call it fun. Why are we doing this? Because it's better, because it's more special. It sounds mean. Shut it. No, it's not. Okay, just give it a shot. Michael should have asked the party planning committee first. He's not supposed to just spring things on us out of nowhere. Okay, Meredith is up first. Here's the deal. 
you can either pick a new gift or you can steal somebody else's gift they've already gotten, like the oven mitt. I'll take the teapot. Oh, shouldn't we? About that specifically for Pam. That's what makes it fun. Pam, you can steal the oven mitt. I'll take the iPod. And I have to give it to her. I don't have a choice. Yes. Now you can steal the oven mitt, the old shirt, or the shower radio, or pick a new gift. I mean, how the hell is White Elephant going to work when the gifts are specifically meant for certain people? How is this going to work? With White Elephant, you buy a gift that everybody could like. A boy, a girl, older, younger, you know, whatever. Like, a shower radio would have been a really good gift to, to give to whoever, you know? When I... When I... You know what? <clears throat> when I... <clears throat> sorry, guys. When I had my gift exchange or my White Elephant exchange... At my last job I had, I got a, I actually got a shower speaker. Isn't that funny? I did get a shower speaker and guess what I got? I got a toilet bowl light that like flashed like a disco ball. It was pretty cool actually, but I I never used it. I mean, it was just, you know, it's like a gag gift, you know, like those things that you see, you know, like at, um, at Kohl's, you know, that are, oh, all the, the white elephant gifts, the gag gifts, you know, whatever. So there's no way this is going to work. And that's the funny part, you know? And they're like, what the fuck? I just gave Pam that gift. Why are you going to give it to her? And there's, it's a special, it's meant for Pam. The shower radio could go either way. The shirt could go either way. <laughs> and then Ryan's kind of like, uh, yeah. So you, Ryan, you can choose between the shower radio, the shirt, or whatever it was. I don't remember. And Ryan like grabs another press. <laughs> I mean, I would probably do the same thing, but the way this is looking, oh, oh, the oven mitt was the other thing. And poor Michael or poor Phyllis, man. Michael is just waving the oven mitt, the oven mitt. And he's like waving it like a, to try to hypnotize her. Oh, Jesus. He's such an asshole sometimes. <laughs> so Ryan opens a little, uh, he opens the, the, the gift and it's, <laughs> it's a sign for, <laughs> for a desk that says Kelly. Isn't that hilarious? Oh my god. So Ryan just kind of looks at it and smiles like, yeah, this is, this is tip. This is what I knew was going to happen. And I don't remember who says it. Oh, I got that for Kelly. And he's, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I figured. And people are just so upset, you know, and Michael just like, let's keep going. This is fun. Ugh. Yikes. Well, it's for Angela, so. That's like the creepiest thing that I've ever seen. Angela, you're up. I'll take the poster. Some people like these. I will steal the iPod. Everyone wants the iPod. It's a huge hit. It is almost a Christmas miracle. Oh, well, Oscar, you little gourmand, you have the next turn. I'll take the teapot. Damn it. Okay, moving along, Meredith, let's go. I really want the iPod. Okay, okay, okay. It's already been stolen this round. Pick something else. I hope nobody takes this baby, because this is great. Wow, look at that fine craftsmanship. Um... And you really put a lot of work into that. It's beautiful. I'll take the oven mitt. See, I wanted somebody to take it. Boom. 
Reverse psychology. Reverse psychology is an awesome tool. I don't know if you guys know about it, but basically you make someone think the opposite of what you believe, and that tricks them into doing something stupid. Oh, he is such an asshole in this episode. I mean, poor Phyllis is like they're near tears. I mean, you know, if I had, if I did that, I mean, dude, that stuff takes some time. She crocheted it or no, she knitted it. She said she knitted it. Dude, I would use a knitted oven mitt. I'd probably take it. I mean, dude, sometimes the best gifts are the handmade ones. I mean, isn't that true? So poor, poor Phyllis, you know, and Angela's, no, is it Angela? No, Meredith. Meredith can't take the iPod back, but she, you know, she, she sees Phyllis so upset. So she, she takes the, she felt so bad. She had to take the oven mitt and just Michael just rubs salt in the wounds. It's just awful. And then he's got to tell us about reverse psychology. Yeah. Like we don't know what reverse psychology is. Good Lord. So funny. He acts like he's like, he knows everything and we know nothing. He's just such a dick in this episode, but he's a dick in a lot of these episodes. He starts getting, like I said, his character starts to change. I, if you're a big fan of The Office like me, you'll probably agree with that, that his, his character starts to change. You know, he gets together with Jan, spoiler, and, you know, a lot of things happen and he does, he starts to change. And I love shows where the character just kind of develops into, you know, there's a lot of shows like that where the character just kind of grows into their own, you know. Um, you know, Pam is upset because the teapot got got taken. Everybody likes the teapot. So the teapot is, I guess, the second best thing. Now, look, can we go over... I want to go over the gifts that were on the deleted scenes, okay? Let's see if I have it because I remember watching it because I had the deleted scenes on my DVD. Here we go. Okay, I got two things here. So I'm going to read the gifts that everybody has, Okay. So Jim had Pam, and he got her a teapot. I'll tell the final, final recipient. Well, we'll get into that. Michael had Ryan, and he got him the iPod. Kevin had Kevin. <laughs> he got him the foot bath. Dwight got Phyllis. And uh, paintballs and two paintball lessons. So that was for Phyllis. That's hilarious. I never knew that. That's coming up in a second, the paintball uh they're going to talk about paintball. Toby got Angela. He got her the baby poster. Phyllis got Michael, homemade oven mitt. Stanley got Kelly, Kelly nameplate. <laughs> Oscar got Creed, shamrock keychain. Creed got Jim, old shirt. Kelly got Oscar, shower radio. That's probably the best one aside from the iPod. Ryan got Toby, a book of short stories. Okay. These are the ones that weren't in the show. Pam got Meredith and she... She gave her a drawing of the office. That's cool. That's a good gift. Meredith got Dwight, and she got gave him shot glasses from Cancun. Now, remember, Meredith is the alcoholic of the group. Angela got Stanley, and she gave him a picture frame. A picture frame's a good gift, too. Okay. Um, I want to talk about what was in the teapot, okay? Because there's a lot of stuff that is not mentioned in this episode. The special contents of the teapot. A cassette. No explanation given, possibly a mixtape. Jim and Pam shared an iPod outside the office after work, and Jim had put music on during Jim's party. High school yearbook photo. Pam saw it at Jim's party. Mm -hmm. 
Now, there was a party. I don't know what episode it was called, but it was a couple episodes back. And she went and they went in his room and he was showing her stuff. And she found his yearbook and she was all laughing at his yearbook picture. Uh, Boggle timer. No explanation. Remember that game Boggle? Two hot sauce packets. Pam mistook it for ketchup. Yeah. Miniature golf pencil. No explanation. In an interview, John Krasinski explains that Pam threw it at Jim in jest, presumably after losing. Oh, okay. So they played miniature golf and she threw a pencil at him. In the season nine episode, AARM, Jim explains a pencil in the video he made for Pam. Oh. A card with a special, 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 special. I haven't even drink, had a drink today. Card with special mes- message. Jim snuck the card back into his pocket before he could see it. Spoiler. What? Oh, oh. He gives the card. Oh, he gives the card to her in the penultimate episode, AARM. The penultimate. Okay, so the one before the series finale. The contents of the card are discussed there. Well, we're going to have to look. But not right now. Um... Creed's gift, this is the trivia, Creed's gift is a shirt he wore to Jim's party. Creed went to Jim's party? Huh. I'm just looking, I'm just looking to see if there's anything interesting here. Okay. Alright, so that's, those are all the gifts. The, the shot, you have, you have the shot glasses, a picture frame. So now you know what people had to choose from. They just, they can't show it all, right? Okay, so let's move on. Alright, well Michael opens a gift and it's paintballs. Now, that was, I never got into paintball. Uh, that was kind of like a late 90s thing, wasn't it? I don't know. I never got into it at all. But Michael's like, what the hell? How is this better than a video iPod? It's like he's expecting these people to spend like $400 on each other. Just because he did. Oh, lordy. So then um, Kevin, <laughs> then Kevin has, it's his turn to pick a gift. Last gift, Kevin. I want the foot bath. That's the thing I bought myself. I'm really psyched to use it. Maybe I should have taken the iPod. Oh, shoot. Pam, steal something or pick the final gift? I want the iPod. Damn it. So you don't want the teapot? I mean, it's an iPod. Right. Sorry. No, definitely. Okay, well, I guess I will take that book of short stories. Yes. There you go. I want the teapot. Gracias. Gotta be kidding. Yankee Swap is like Machiavelli meets Christmas. I remember watching this for the first time and just laughing my ass off at that line. Maybe I should have taken the iPod. Oh, shoot. God, it was so funny. Because he was the last person to take a gift. I mean, he could have kept that iPod. He probably wouldn't have been able to keep the iPod. Because Kelly probably would have taken it. But, um... So they do talk about the short stories. They just don't talk about the shot glasses or the picture frame. Or the picture that uh, Pam drew for... he That she did of the office for Meredith, I think it was going to. So, for some reason, Dwight wants the the teapot, and Jim is like, you've got to be kidding me. And then, you know, it's over, and people are pissed. They didn't, their recipients didn't get the gifts that they wanted, and, you know, just, it just didn't, 
it was it was off it was an awful experience phyllis walks out in tears what's wrong with her michael says maybe it's because you hated her gift so much you know pam is like leaning into him and jim brings up a good point well michael this was supposed to be you know gifts intended for certain people and you're only supposed to spend twenty dollars and you spent four hundred on him you know yeah and then michael's lets it slip out that he got a bonus check for three thousand dollars and he wanted to give somebody a nice christmas why didn't he buy everybody video bipods <laughs> i mean for reals or buy everybody why didn't he i don't know i mean 400 bucks isn't a ton when you have a three thousand dollar bonus you know but it just was such a problem anyways uh we need to resolve this, don't we? We'll see what happens. The next scene, Michael goes to the liquor store and buys 15 bottles of vodka. Is this enough to get everybody plas- 15 people plastered? Not 15. I don't remember how many he said. Uh, yeah, that should do it. <laughs> and remember, he's not supposed to have alcohol at the party. But he's like, whatever, who cares? So um, the party's about to start. <laughs> so it goes commercial break and Jim is uh, trying to get the teapot back from Dwight because Dwight was the one who ended up with it. Jim ended up with the with the Irish keychain. It just says like luck of the Irish or something or I luck, lucky to be, I don't know, it's something about Irish. And he's like, come on, it's good luck. <laughs> and Dwight's, you know, has that line from Titanic. A real man makes his own luck. You know, the one that, uh, what's his name from Titanic? Cal? Calvin Hockley. Uh, great movie. That is, uh, a very, very, uh, well-quoted movie. My husband and I do it a lot, uh, when we're, uh, we always say, I have a child. There's a lot of good quotes in that movie. My favorite, since we're talking about Titanic, my favorite line from that movie is, it's, uh, it's when they, when the iceberg first hits and they're talking about how many people could die and how many people are on board. And the captain says, I believe you may get your headlines, Mr. Ismay. Because remember, Mr. Ismay, Bruce Ismay, was the one who wanted to make headlines. And he wanted it to be a fast trip. He wanted it to be faster than it was expected to be. And it was. Anyways, um, moving on. I'm sorry, guys. I, since we're talking about Titanic. Okay, moving on with this. So the party's starting. Michael's coming back with a booze. And... Uh, you know, people are just kind of upset. It's awkward, you know, um, trying to get their gifts back. So who has the iPod at this point? Pam has the iPod. Nobody was able to steal it, so she was able to get... If, if Kevin... Oh, that's right. If Kevin would have taken the iPod, nobody could have stole it from him. So he would have had the iPod. That's interesting. Okay. All right. So let's see what else happens. One, two, three. Oh, no, I really yeah, yeah, did not yeah. do anything. Oh, no, 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 no false modesty, my friend. You know, you don't have to answer calls during a party. Um, just thought you should know. No, I was just um, checking out my present. But I traded with Dwight. Um, just, I figured, you know, you went to a lot of trouble and it means a lot. 
And also, Roy got me an iPod, or uh, was going to get me an iPod, so. Well, either way, this is an amazing gift because it comes with bonus gifts. Look inside. God. <laughs> the yearbook picture. Yeah, I think I made the right choice. <laughs> I don't know. That party seems fun to me. Doing shots with your boss that might not be the best idea. You know, people talk. Whenever you go out and drink with your coworkers, it's never a good thing. Uh, but uh, it does look like fun. It looks like he finally cheered them all up. Um, Jim obviously is happy that Pam chose his gift over the iPod, which is a big deal. I mean, she had an iPod in her hands. <laughs> I mean, that is, that was like the biggest gift of that year. And it was very expensive, very expensive, probably about the same cost as a PlayStation. What is it on now? PlayStation five, whatever that costs now today, probably around the same, you know, and that's the hottest gift, the gift this year too. Oh, I should look up the gifts for 2005. I'm going to do that. I'll do that in just a second. Let me do that now. Hold on. I really wish my husband was on this podcast with me because he graduated from high school in 2004. So I'm sure he remembers this stuff, but let's go over it. 31 Christmas gifts you totally asked for in 2005. Distressed flared denim jeans, preferably from Abercrombie or Hollister. Graphic tees, because you can never have enough punny t-shirts. You know what? That's still something that everybody gets, graphic tees. Uh, number three, Dance Dance Revolution with the pad. <laughs> I remember that game. Number four, this ubiquitous Tiffany and Company charm bracelet. I don't see a picture. Number five, Julius the Monkey accessories. Do you remember Julius the Monkey? He looked, he had the sock monkey. I think it was a sock monkey. Yeah. Number six, the iPod transmitter that never worked well. Oh my God. Do you guys remember the iPod transmitter? The thing that was like a cassette tape or like a little button and it goes through the FM or the AM radio stations. Oh my God, that thing was the worst. Whenever I would drive to like LA, which is a big city with a lot of radio stations, I could never get it to work. I could never hear my music. It was awful. Never find a clear station. Number seven, Britney four-wheelers. Don't know what that is. Um, still going here. Glow Perfume by Jennifer Lopez. Mm -hmm. Cranium. Oh, that was the best game ever. You guys ever play Cranium? Really fun. Number 11, Abercrombie and Fitch logo sweaters. I never shopped at that, that, that place. Uh, number 12, a colorful iPod mini. Okay, so they did have the iPods. Yeah, I just didn't have one until then. I My first iPod was a video iPod. <clears throat> Pretty sure. Um, number, then the iPod Nano. I did have an iPod Nano and that thing was a piece of junk. I took it back. Chunky Steve Madden shoes. Not picturing that. I mean, we're talking about like almost moving out of my apartment or moving into my own apartment by this time. Polaroid iZone instant camera. I'm guessing that's a digital camera or is that like a, it's a Polaroid. So it, it, it spit the pictures out. Baby G-Shock watches? What the fuck is that? Robot pet dogs? Yes, the Robo Dog. Okay, I remember those things. Your favorite TV shows on DVD? Hmm. I mean, yeah. The Simpsons. Um, what else came out on DVD around that time? 
That's when the TV shows did start. Well, I Love Lucy. Yeah. Work boot heels inspired by the ones you saw J-Lo wear in her Jenny from the Block music video. Okay. Performance fleece sweaters and vests from Old Navy. Old Navy. Old Navy. Old Navy performance fleece. A pair of Ugg boots. Mm-hmm. Polos, preferably from Lacoste. Is Lacoste the one with the uh, alligator? The Sims, along with all its amazing expansion packs. Okay, so The Sims came back. Because The Sims was really popular, like, in the 90s. I guess it came back. Juicy Couture. Mm-hmm. Everything. 25 Fugly AF Trucker Hats. Remember those things? Those trucker hats? Oh, they were so gross. A separate webcam for your desktop. Oh, yeah. Before they were installed on computers, like puka shell necklaces. Oh, my God. This is bringing me back. Altoid Sours. <laughs> Do they even make those anymore? A flip phone with a camera. Okay, so the Razor. Remember the Razor? I don't know if it took pictures, but it, I did have a Razor. And oh, so cool. An interactive Nintendo DS. That was a little mini one, right? Like a like a Game Boy. It's before the Nintendo uh, Switch. Way before. Nintendogs, along with your DS, because it was just as cool as having a real pet. I don't even know what that is. Okay, so... My husband will probably know all that stuff. So those are the top guests. And I'm sure the video iPod is in there too. Sorry, I, I wanted to go down that lane because I did that last year on my, my Christmas my Christmas podcast. I went through all the toys of the year. So let's continue. We're almost done. So Jim's happy. Pam's happy. <laughs> Meredith is really happy because she's getting drunk. Whose butt is that? Mine. Oh, how did I not guess that? <gasps> no, she Oh, hello there. What are you doing? You shouldn't do things like that. The man is supposed to do that. Thanks for the party, Michael. Yeah. Oh, hey. Listen up. We're going to Port Richards. Who's in? I'm in. Yes. Michael? Port Richards? Yeah, that sounds good. Christmas is awesome. First of all, you get to spend time with people you love. Secondly, you can get drunk and no one can say anything. Third, you give presents. What's better than giving presents? And fourth, getting presents. So four things. Not bad for one day. It's really the greatest day of all time. Oh my gosh, it looks like a lot of fun to me. <laughs> so what 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 the clip was, Kevin was Xeroxing his butt, so they all got probably pretty tipsy. And then uh, Kelly went in and kissed Dwight on the cheek. There was no mistletoe around, and Dwight's looking around because, you know, he's secretly dating Angela, which we found out I guess we found out at the party at Jim's house because we saw them making out, but uh, only we saw them. Nobody else saw them. So then uh, Angela flips out like she always does. And that's when you hear the screaming, she's throwing ornaments outside, stepping on them, screaming. 
And then, you know, the gang, they've all made up, I guess. And uh, they decide to go out and keep their party going. And Michael's, he seems very genuinely happy that they're inviting him, you know. And I don't know. Kind of gives you like a little nice, little warm feeling. I know he's an ass. He was an asshole to Phyllis. And he never apologized about that either. Probably because he didn't think he was doing anything wrong, you know. But he was an ass. Uh, And then it shows them all leaving. And they're getting in their cars. They're throwing snowballs at each other. It's super cute. And then the very end, <laughs> Meredith, she's the she's the office drunk here. Uh, Meredith goes into Michael's office <laughs> and flashes him the boobies. Michael was like, his mouth drops open, and then he t- he takes a quick picture on his digicam. I don't know if like she was trying to like seduce him. He's cute. I'd seduce him. He's cute. He's he's an idiot, but he's adorable. Um, but she, <laughs> she flashes him, obviously wanting something, and he's like, nope, he didn't cross that line, thank God, but he does cross the line with Jan, who is his boss, but, you know, that's another episode <laughs> altogether, <laughs> but he takes a picture, he says, um, put a jacket on, <laughs> or something like that, I don't remember what he says, and that's the end of the episode, so it turned out. All, it all worked out in the end, but it, you know, it kind of was some pain getting there. But you know, everybody got what they wanted at the end, pretty much. I mean, of course. And then there's another scene. I don't know if I clipped it, where Dwight is thanking Michael for the iPod, and he's like, "Well, if it didn't go to Ryan, I'm glad it went to you. You would have been the second person." Yeah, that's such a lie. He hates. He hates Dwight. Anyways, um, that is the end. Um, and like I said. That was the, the, um, that was the episode that made me get an iPod, video iPod. I still have my iPod. I think it's probably not the same one because this is, we're talking 16 years ago, you guys. 16 years ago. Holy shit on a stick. When you think about it like that, that's crazy, man. So, uh... I'll just take, I'll have to find it, take a picture of it. I don't know what I did with it. I know I still have it because, but you know, the thing is with those little, with those iPods, you can't, uh, can't charge them anymore because it has that old school iPod charger. The one that looks, that kind of is like a thicker one. Anyways, um, I wanted to talk about a show and I talked about this on my Facebook page. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can go to when TV was great podcast on Facebook, and I will also link the note, link the link the link link the note, link the uh, web page in the in the notes. But um, I watched a really good Nef- original Netflix show called Made. It's about this this uh, lady who's she's not married, but she's with a boyfriend. The boyfriend is verbally abusive, not physically, but verbally abusive, and she's got a little two year old little girl, and she decides to leave him, and basically has to start all over. She has to, um, get a job. She has to figure out like daycare, custody, she, everything. This girl had just been completely like a prisoner in her own house with this, with this boyfriend of hers. And she had to basically like figure it all out by herself. And some of it was predictable. Some of it wasn't. Some of it was very shocking. And I really like it. I think it's 
11 or 12 episodes. I don't remember exactly how many. It's a lot of episodes. And I binged it probably in three days. Not consecutive. I think I binged it. I, I, re- I watched it around Thanksgiving weekend, I think. And I binged it like about three days. And it's a true story. And what the story is about is she's a maid. That's why it's called Maid. She's a maid. She um she goes and she just that's what she does. And she apparently wrote like a little journal of all her her cleans that she does. You know, she does these cleans. And all these people all and all their quirks and what she finds in their drawers and she just kind of like blasts them all in this book, but it's it's kind of funny. And she does the same thing, but it's not uh she doesn't talk about her she doesn't not she I don't think she talks about her uh her boyfriend or anything like that. I think it's just the maid, the maid the the cleans that she does. But it is a true story and uh I highly recommend it. It's it'll make you cry probably if you're like me, a big softy like me, it might, it'll make you cry. Uh I don't see a lot of original Netflix cuz I don't think they're that great. My husband loves Squid Games. I can't watch that. It, it no, can't do it. But that the maid is definitely the probably the best one I've seen all year. I I love the Tiger King. Tiger King was definitely last year's best. Uh, but this one was the best one I've seen all year. I also watched Tiger King two. Now, Tiger King two. If you've seen the first Tiger King, you've basically seen everything. What Tiger King two is is a little bit of a recap of what Tiger King 1 was about, but it goes from when he went to prison and on, okay? When Joe Exotic went to prison and on. And it talks a lot about Carol Baskin and that whole situation. There's some interesting things in there, like some stuff that we didn't find out the first time around. Then it goes into another dude who we'd never seen. A lot of new people come out of the woodwork for this special, which is kind of strange. Um, which I don't know, I, I, I followed it, but the most interesting episode, if you're going to watch it, anything, if you're going to watch this at all, watch the very last episode of Tiger King 2. There is a shocker there. Okay. And I looked at my husband and I'm like, we were, cause we, we love Tiger King. I looked at my husband while, when we found the shocker out, I said, did he just say what I think he said? Like, we just couldn't believe it. And, uh, let's see, those are the two uh podcast i have been listening to i've been listening to a couple podcasts since uh i last talked to you guys there's one called 9021 omg and it's actually by jenny garth and Don, and uh tori smelling i might have talked about this last time i don't remember it's great uh i will say though that if you <laughs> if you want them to talk about like hidden behind the scenes stuff and things that they remember they don't remember shit and they will actually say i don't remember I don't remember. I don't remember. You know, I, I know it was a long time ago, guys, but seriously, can you not remember like the episode? I don't know. I mean, they're supposed to watch the episode. I don't think they do. <laughs> well, that's just me. But it's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good show. It's a good podcast because there is some stuff I found out. A lot of, a lot of behind. There is some behind the scenes stuff. But when you want to like. The things you really want to know about, they don't remember. You know, they'll talk about the fights with Shannon Doherty, but they'll very, very basically, they, they won't go into detail. 
there's a lot of different things they talk about, which is very interesting. If you're a big fan like me of the show. And I think that's the only podcast I've been listening to. Yeah, that's about it. Um, so those are the shows I recommend, the podcast. I have been watching The New Dexter. The New Dexter is great. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, I would say, though, that I don't, I don't know anybody who watches the new show that is not a original Dexter fan. I think you kind of have to be for where the show's going at this point. And I'm on episode six. We just, I just watched episode six. And there's going to be 10 episodes, so we have four more to go. And it's starting to look like you need to know the history of Dexter. I think a couple weeks ago when I did my uh, my my things, my Dexter podcast, uh, I said, yeah, you don't need to know about it. You don't need to know, but you do now. <laughs> you do, because there's a lot of Easter eggs in it, and you're not going to understand it unless you've seen the original Dexter. So uh, I recommend all of those things made the very last episode of Tiger King 2 and the 90210 podcast. And night is called 90210OMG. And I think that is all. Um, I do not know what I'm working on next week. I will definitely be doing um, a Christmas. It could be... I mean, I'd, last year I did a whole bunch of Christmas episodes. I did the Golden Girls. I did the Wonder Years. I did... Did I do... Did I do Full House? I might do the Full House Christmas episode. That really has a special place in my heart. In fact, let's just go ahead and do that one. I will do the Full House Christmas episode next week from season... I think it's from season two. It's called... What is it called? (laughs) I think it's called Our Very First Christmas Show. But I could be wrong on that. So I'm going to be working on that next week. I'll put a little post up. And then the week after that is Christmas, guys. I'm taking that day off because my podcast falls on a Christmas on Christmas weekend. And then after that is going to be New Year. So I might take that off, too. So I might not see you guys the rest of the month, but I will definitely see you next week. And uh, I will be probably joining. I will be joining to do my podcast with a plate of yummy, yummy cookies, because <laughs> that's what I'm going to be doing my Christmas baking. All right, guys, so um, be safe out there. I know the stores are crazy. The, the, there's a lot of accidents. We just had a really bad accident in my town. Um, I won't even go into detail. It was awful. There's a lot of accidents. People are not paying attention. People are in a hurry. Just please be careful out there. No drinking and driving with those Christmas parties. Just, just be careful. Stay healthy. All that jazz. Love you guys. See you next week. The child, the child, sleeping in the night, he will bring us goodness and light, he will bring us goodness.